135, if you'd like to follow along. <coughs> so, this was likely written by Paul's dear friend Luke the Doctor. And it was likely written to strengthen the faith of believers. Um, some of the outposts of newborn Christianity were having some struggles. And um, so Luke writes to bring unity. And this particular passage is from the, about the beginning of Jesus' ministry in Galilee. <laughs> then Jesus, filled with the power of the Spirit, returned to Galilee, and a report about him spread throughout all the surrounding country. He began to teach in their sons and was praised by everyone. When he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, he went to the synagogue on Sabbath day, as was his custom. He stood up to read. And the scroll of Isaiah the prophet was given to him. He unrolled the scroll, and he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. <coughs> the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began by saying to them, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. May God open our hearts to his words. Let's be in a spirit of prayer together. Let us pray. Oh God, as we hear the old, old word in new, new ways, let it teach us. Let it inspire us. Let it move us. Let it teach us. Amen. And so from that text, again, when Jesus came to Nazareth... He went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom, and he stood up to read. And the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled that scroll and he found the place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news, good news, good news bad news. What do we believe in? What do we see in this world? Good news, bad news. So as I said last week for the first um, time ever in my adult life, I was out sick and at home for four days with the flu. Trust me, you do not want to get it. Though through many of those 96 hours I was basically sleeping and recuperating, I also had way too much time on my hands to read and to watch and to listen to the news. 
the news. I probably spent four or five hours each day immersed in the current events of our world. And friends, I have to tell you, if that's the news, if that's all the news, the news is bad. At least it seems that way. Bad news for messy roads after our first big snowstorm that caused the annual run on bread and milk. And then an ice-cold polar vortex attacking us from the Arctic, and then the government was still shuttered, and 800,000 of our fellow Americans were out of work and struggling. And then there was this seemingly nasty confrontation on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. You may have seen this flying around the Internet. That just got everybody on the Internet yelling at each other. And then there was this young woman who disappeared in Boston. And, man, talk about news. Is the world going to hell in a handbasket? As Eeyore, the perpetually pessimistic donkey friend of Winnie the Pooh, might say, we're doomed. Doomed. But there was good news, too. The Patriots surprised many of us and are going back to the Super Bowl again. Can I get an amen? Amen. All right. Thousands of Americans reached out to those unemployed federal workers and helped them in large and in small ways, showing so much compassion. That missing young woman was found through amazing police work in the city. Hundreds of thousands of people turned out to celebrate the legacy of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. on Monday and gave thanks for how far our nation has come, even as we have much work to do. And the temperatures went up to 50 degrees. As little orphan Annie might sing, the sun will come out tomorrow. You can bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow there will be sun. Choir. Bad news or good news? Friends, what will it be? What news, what news of the world, what news attracts us, mesmerizes us, fights for our attention, depresses us, cheers us, gives us hope, makes us afraid? Good news, bad news. I know for me, if I'm not very, very careful, if I do not make sure and limit my consumption of the news, TV news, radio news, online news, I can turn into a bad news, pessimistic, frightened, discouraged, even fatalistic human being with anything but faith in this life and how it is turning out. Are there any other Eeyores here today? You can shake your head and see you. You look kind of depressed. But is the world really that bad? Really? Or is instead the lens through which we view the world now so choked up with bad news? And friends, it's bad news that the media does its best to sell us every day. That it is hard, if not impossible, for us to see or even believe in good news anymore. Now, friends... I know there is bad news, there always will be, but the way it is now 24-7 crammed down our throats, okay, by the media, because bad news sells, right? Bad news sells. Um, You know, I've been a journalist for almost 30 years, and, you know, in the newsroom, the, the line is, if it bleeds, it leads. 
That's why when there's a house fire in Boston, it's the number one story, the first story on the news. And if you flip around the stations, it's all the same story. News nowadays is almost designed to scare us, to scare us. And so first we need to either turn off or turn down our radios and TVs and to turn off the notifications on our phones. Can I get an amen for that? Because we're getting a warped view of how the world really is. And it lets bad news win. But good news needs to win. Because, friends, from a faith perspective, to believe in good news means that we trust and hope that somehow God is working through all things, especially the bad things, to create, to get to the good. The good. Especially in hard times. To be a good news people means we work our best every day, every day, to see the best in ourselves and in those we share this life with, the best in others. Dare we view humanity thus, to see the better angels in everyone. Good news, to be a people of good news means we work every day in large and in small ways, in profound and in quiet ways, inspired by Jesus, to be a part of the solution for the good in the world, the good, and not a part of the problem, the bad in the world. When Jesus, in his very first public act of ministry that we read of in today's scripture, returns to his hometown for a visit, he goes right to the temple for Sabbath services. And folks in Nazareth had heard rumors about how this neighborhood boy was now a rising star preacher. They wanted to hear what news he would proclaim. What message would it be? Would it be bad news? Would it be about God's condemnation of the world? Or would it be good news that God is here to save the world? So as I said, Jesus is handed a scroll from the prophet Isaiah to read, and he begins all of his work on the earth with these words of hope and of love. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news. Good news. Do you hear that? Good news. In his very first sermon, Jesus sets down the spiritual ideals upon which he will build his life and that he asks us to build our lives upon too. Good news especially when the news is bad. Good news that never gives up. Good news that keeps on keeping on, especially in hard times. And good news that calls us as human beings to our best and most noble and most kind and most merciful and most forgiving selves. Good news that in the final act called reality, friends, guess what and who always wins? God always wins and love Always wins. Always. As MLK said, the arc of the moral universe always bends towards justice. Good news or bad news? Friends, what will it be? What do we freely choose to finally believe in, to give in to, as we do our best to work in faith every single day, As I said, I'm the first to admit to be hopeful and optimistic and trusting of God. It's not easy. You know, humans are actually hardwired to be drawn to and to remember more and to think about more the negative rather than the positive, the bad rather than the good. 
You might have heard of this trait. It's called the negativity bias. Have you heard about this, the negativity bias? This is how one scholarly article describes it. The negativity bias, also known as the negativity effect, refers to the notion that things of a negative nature, unpleasant thoughts or emotions or memories, have a greater effect on one's psychological state and process than do neutral or positive things of the same intensity. We tend to hang on to bad things a little longer. I mean, I was trying to think of an example of this. And so I kind of remember where I was and what I was doing in 2004 when the Red Sox won the World Series. But I know exactly where I was and who I was with in 1986 when Bill Buckner let the ball go through his legs. (laughs) Now, that sounds kind of silly. But that memory is more strong for me than the other one. And that's, that tends to be sometimes make us skew a little negative. That we tend to hold on to the bad longer than the good. That we tend to let negative thoughts and emotions hold sway over us rather than the good. Scientists actually think it's an evolutionary adaptation. It's a way of keeping safe. If you're always on the lookout for the bad, you are prepared. And so when I was home for four days, bad news crept in. First I thought, have they forgotten all about me at the church? And then I thought, will I ever feel better again? But the bad news, it always tempts us as humans to be cynical, to protect ourselves from disappointment under the cloak of irony or worldly pessimism, to expect the worst. Bad news or good news, friends? What will it be? To which side will we give our honor and our allegiance and our hearts and souls? Worldly bad news or God's good news? The good is out there, friends. We just have to have the faith to seek it out, to find it out, to proclaim it, and to live it. And that is the good news for this day. Let all God's good news people say, Amen. Amen. Thank you. So, what news will we share with you?